Bandwidth for Erotic Awakening podcast is made possible by WickedlyNoir.com, crafting erotic greeting cards to let your lover know just how aroused they make you. Wickedly Noir cards are exceptional quality erotic and fetish images with the perfect expression of the lust you feel. Go to WickedlyNoir.com for the perfect adult-themed greeting card. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an educational and entertaining exploration of all things erotic. From sacred sexuality to fetishes, power exchange relationships and leather life, BDSM to polyamory, as well as simply fun kink. Each week, we bring you a diverse offering of erotic life in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. If you are offended by this type of content or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. I suppose the best way to describe this show is to play this uh, one-minute clip. (laughs) Sonic Erotica. I let one or both of my hands wander, marking the contours of your spine, your ribs, the small of your back, pressing into your shoulder blades as we come together and apart. I can grip your neck with one or both hands, and I do, or pull your head back and make you arch so I can thrust more deeply. I reach my hands around, cup your breasts, find your hard nipples and pinch them, make you squirm under and around me. I do all these things and love them each for their distinct sounds and sensations. I lower to you, curling a hand down to your belly, to your cunt, just above where we connect. If I want, my finger finds your clit and teases, or attacks as I cover you with my body, feeling everything I'm doing through your reactions. I pinch and you squeeze me inside. I exhale hot on your neck and you moan. Copyright SonicErotica.com. So, audience members, if you signed in to uh, reflect on the deep philosophical <laughs> meaning of uh, kink and BDSM, you're getting audio porn instead. <laughs> Man, that was just hot. <laughs> that and more of that will be hot. We are um, we are featuring Sonic Erotica this episode. We have mm-hmm. a wonderful interview with Hannah from Australia. Yes, I love her accent. <clears throat> and I have my... Um, Aussie oh, yeah. English Dictionary yes, Handy, yes. which a uh, podcast listener sent us. Mm-hmm. So uh, we did an interview with um, with Hannah. Yes. On so- she has a site called Auto, Auto, blah, Sonic Erotica. Sonic Erotica. The idea mm. of it's erotica for uh, vision impaired people. Yes. So, And that little clip that we just heard, you know, it wasn't... The, the, the storyteller was, was okay. I love the accents. It, it was all the sound in the background that was just hot. <laughs> and as we'll, we'll learn, some of their podcasts, uh, they do some podcasts, they have some stuff out on their website, all free. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of their podcasts are, are just 
the sounds mm. of sex. Sometimes it's people telling stories or or re, uh, reliving fantasies or events that just happened in their life. Sometimes it's just fucky-sucky. Yeah, and like masturbating and, and just self-pleasuring i'm sorry <laughs> self-pleasuring it is and this is so we'll, and that's really what the theme of the show is tonight mm-hmm. uh, a lot of self-pleasuring that. or <laughs> sounds sounds uh but before we get there i did want to say thank you once more to wickedly noir uh our advertiser as such for this podcast and if you're somebody who's listening to our old episodes and you've heard me rail and rant against <laughs> accepting advertisers and now we've got one uh well dan go fuck yourself as uh, Kevin Pollock would say, Ooh. because this stuff is uh, not, you know, it, it's it's not we're not making money off it, but it is helping to uh, pay the hosting fees, and we appreciate that. Absolutely. So go check out wickedlynoir.com. And his stuff's just good. Oh, we actually got one of his cards we in the do, mail, as a matter we of do. fact. We do, So it's high quality. It's really nice. <laughs> and, and I wanted to thank um, uh, the guy from Wickedly Noir for sending that card for Dawn, who opened it for herself to see what it was, and did not quite work out. I'm sorry, but but I opened it and started reading it, and then you yanked <laughs> it away from me, so I still don't know what it says inside. <laughs> You'll find out later. Okay. Uh, we have a question of the day, of course. Uh, we have brought George back from his book signing, mm-hmm. which actually was our book <laughs> signing, but George was pretty damn popular as well. So he gets to travel with us. Did we, did we put that picture up anywhere? Um, I think I put it on his profile page on FET. Okay. <laughs> I should put it a couple more places. Uh, feel free to friend Don, myself, or George on FetLife. George is... George E.A. Yes, but you cannot count George a play partner unless he has been a play partner. Yes, but you can be a friend. But you can be a friend. Mm-hmm. And you can be a friend to the podcast by heading over to the www.podcastwords.com and vote every day. For the Erotic Awakening podcast in the Mature category. Yes, so because we were nominated and now to win, yeah, absolutely. Vote every day. So I try to post reminders on FetLife so, because I need a reminder as well. And I go there every morning and vote for us like everybody else. There you go. <laughs> Nominations are almost over, so you won't have to hear us waggling about that too much more. Um, yeah, they close on, um, voting closes on October 27th. So there you go. Uh, question of the day is an e straightforward one. I don't know about an easy one, but a straightforward one. So let's knock that out. Okay. So or do you want to listen to some more porn first? <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> We're going to take, uh, should we take a break for a minute of porn? Sure. Okay, here's another clip from Sonic Erotica, and then we will get into our question of the day, which will have deep uh, redeeming value. Nope. <laughs> Sonic erotica.
Copyright SonicErotica.com <laughs> It does make me wonder how many people listen to the podcast at work mm-hmm. or at home while they're cleaning <laughs> and that kind of thing. And if they're still listening to the podcast at this point or if they've gone to look for more of that. Um, wow. Yes. Wow, indeed. And it, mm. just a really neat concept behind that. And again, we'll get into talking to Hannah about that pretty quickly. Uh, but first, the question of the day. And what is the question of the day? Well, um, somebody that I'm mentoring asked me this question and because she had heard of it before. And it is, what is a service top? So now I've heard of a service top in the community I don't know if it's a new term or not, but I've only heard of it in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I usually hear of it at parties. So someone will tell me that they're going to go do a service top. And I'm like, well, what's that? Because it was a submissive. Well, the few times I've heard it, it's been a submissive tell me that. And they're like, well, there's so many submissives that not everybody gets a chance to play. So I'm not a switch per se, but I like to give service. So I'm going to give service by being a top to another submissive. Mm -hmm. So to them, that's how they're going to give service. So So, as a service top. So to back into uh, definitions for just a moment, Mm -hmm. topping be the act of leading a BDSM scene. Yes. I am the person holding the flogger. Yes. Or wearing the strap on. Mm Mm-hmm. And a bottom being the person, I am receiving a flogging, or I am being pegged by said strap <laughs> Right. So, um, a lot of people coming into the lifestyle new assume that submissives are bottoms, and that dominants or masters are always tops. Right. And that's not necessarily the, the, the case, And mm-hmm. as you were explaining. And, and the first time I, I, I came across the idea of a service top was a good friend of ours, uh, a well-respected master in the community, mm-hmm. said that every once in a while he liked his slave right. to put on a strap on and give him a good pegging, which is a new term I've used, so I've used it twice now. <laughs> um, and I was like, well, your slave can't do that. He says, yeah, that is the service I have told my slave to give me. Right. You know, so it is a the act of a someone who, I, I guess you would say someone who does not normally, although now... Would a dominant service top, or would a, a top service top? I wouldn't really think so because that's what they do. Yeah, so, and this is more, um, it seems to be something that's more out of their realm. So, like with the couple that you were talking about with the, the slave that does the topping mm-hmm. for this scene, she's only topping as in she's the one wielding, you know, whatever toy it is, per his demand. You know, so he he's not submitting to her. He's still giving the orders of what she's going to do. Sure, sure. So, you know, so no, he's still dominant even though he's bottoming. Mm-hmm. And she's still slave even though she's topping. So I know how that can get confusing for people. So I know I know why it was asked. Now, we just had a, uh, a slave stay with us for a few days. Mm-hmm. Do we have that permission to use that slave's name? I don't remember. All right. We will call... That slave yarn. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Oh, funny how that good works. So slave yarn was here not long ago. Now, if I had told slave yarn, who is definitely identifies as a bottom, at least around us, mm-hmm. um, to flog you, right? That would be service, service top. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or if you had me flog someone, you know, you've had me flog someone before, 
or um, when I was teaching somebody how to flog. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 because it was somebody that was left-handed. And they asked you to teach them how to flog, and you were trying to teach them right-handed, mm-hmm. of course, because you're right-handed. Well, I'm right-handed, too, but for some reason, when I picked up that flogger left-handed, I was able to get the rhythm. So I was able to teach her left-handed. To me, that's a service top. You know, I'm not really a top, but I can do the skill okay. every now and then. Simple enough. So I think it's simple enough. I, if anybody still has questions, let me know. Because, you know, we were using, um, you know, different terminology. Top, bottom, slave master, mm-hmm. dominant, submissive. But I <laughs> think that one... get confusing. Yeah, I, I think that one's that easy. Yeah. So, so there you go. If you have awesome. an easy question for us... Or any other kind. You can get a hold of us at <laughs> Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Or call us on our voicemail at 206-309-0054. We are also on uh, uh, the Twitter and FetLife and all mm-hmm. other kinds of things. You can contact us all kinds of ways, as well as to see where we, will, where we will be presenting, hear past podcast episodes, see the latest pictures of George, and all that <laughs> other stuff at www.eroticawakening.com. Indeed. So... So, guess what I've been doing all week? (laughs) (laughs) Probably packing again. I am, I am. I've got two suitcases ready to go, and the trunk is full of our books, and we are heading for Chicago. And this has kind of been pretty exciting for us, Mm -hmm. because this is the first time we've gone to a... um, an author's event. We've been invited, not because we're presenters, although we'll be doing presenting. Yes. But because it's an author's event. So we've mm-hmm. been presented. So we've been invited because we're authors. And now that we have the second book just came out, um, it's pretty neat. And it's pretty neat to, oh, well, you saw something really neat shopping on Amazon the other day. Do you remember that? Is it, is it the bundle thingy? Yes. Oh, my God. It almost made me cry. Mm-hmm. So because they've got our book bundled with um, Jay Wiseman's SM101. Mm-hmm. And um, is it Molly Devon mm-hmm. that does Screw the Roses, Send Me the Thorns? Yes. So apparently if you buy those two books and Living MS, you can get a special deal, mm-hmm. which that's kind of neat. But the, the, the part that was really, I don't know, almost stunning about it is that you're putting our names next to Jay Wiseman and Bo- Molly Devon. I know. So, so. but uh, I mm. <laughs> How's that for a response? <laughs> yes, and that was pretty much the response we had at that time. Um, so, uh, so Living MS, I think, is still going very well. And then yeah. the new book, uh, Sex, Sex Stories, Stories and Power Exchange. That was actually kind of neat because we did the, the book signing fri- Friday night, the pre-release uh-huh. at the AISPD, and we had both books out. And people would come up and they'd go, well, which one do we want? And we're like, well, this one's about relationship stuff. Referring to living MS. Yes. And then this one is slutty sex. And a lot of them, though we did sell a couple of the living MS, most people were like, ooh, the sex. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and it's really interesting. We talk a lot about power exchange relationships and how important the relationship part of it is. Mm -hmm. And, And we've talked about before that our sex drive ebbs and flows because we're normal human beings mm-hmm. and we're both over 40 and sometimes <laughs> they're out of sync and uh, or stress work, blah, blah, blah. Right. So the sex is not the foundation of our prior exchange relationship, mm-hmm. and I think we made that clear in Living MS, but sex is a lot of fun in a power exchange relationship. Yes. And that's what we focused on in that second book. Yes, how the, how the power exchange can be used as a tool. <laughs> so hopefully uh, we'll... 
be doing our next podcast saying, damn, we're out of books again. Yay! That would, that would be, be so neat. awesome. That but would be neat. I am really looking forward to this Kinky College event in Chicago. I can't get over how looking forward to it I am. You know, there's a lot of people there we're going to know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just the presenters that are going to be there. We get to run the 12-step meeting. Yeah. So, um, for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we're going to be seeing Sarah Sloan, who wrote the foreword mm-hmm. for the second book. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she, she also plays a little piece in one of the stories. <laughs> she had to remind me of that. You know, she's like, oh, I'm so glad you documented that. And I can't tell you which story it no, is. Because <laughs> that would be a giveaway. Exactly. So, and I'm like, for documenting what? And she's like, my part in that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I changed the name. So I forgot. <laughs> but that's awesome. That is awesome. And then awesome. Um, it is Master Z's of Chicago's um, retirement yeah, they're going to Party do a, as well. a, an old-fashioned roast, is my understanding. And they actually, they, they put out the message saying, would you like to be one of the roasters? And you and I are of an age that we remember those, not the Comedy Central or the MTV kind of right. roast, but the old classic Dean Martin, Martin type and, of yeah, roasting Frank Sinatra people. And yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. At least I hope it's going to be a lot of fun. Me too. So if you would like to have a lot of fun... One of the best ways you can have fun is to head over to iTunes and rate the podcast. Ooh. What a barrel of monkeys that will be. <laughs> barrel of monkeys. <laughs> I think I fucked that up slightly. Also, if you happen to have read uh, the second book, head over to Amazon and rate it so we can get some ratings going on it. Um, Absolutely. And let us know what you think about it. Or if you want to let us know anything else, like shut the fuck up, get on with the sonic <laughs> porn. Wow. <laughs> it's funny that we're talking, <laughs> let's get on to the sonic porn and then the big dead space where we have yeah. nothing else to say. Because we looked at our notes and went, okay, that's it. Okay. <laughs> it's about time. Well, we'll go ahead and uh, reach out to the Down Under and play our interview with Hannah from um, Melbourne area, mm-hmm. which is great that she said that because i was like oh that's one place that i actually know down there Ooh, so and it's this but i I really loved this interview and really loved talking to her because the whole uh, the whole audio part Uh of it everybody is usually visual what is it like 80 percent of people's primary uh way of interacting Mm -hmm. with the world is visual so you know that's why there's magazine covers and why there's billboards and you know yada yada everything's about that you know, and we forget how erotic the sound can be. And, you know, the funny thing that strikes me is that how unerotic sound can be as well. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I'm thinking of, you know, when um, as I grew older and I mean, when you first start when you're young and you first start watching porn. Right. You know, it's like, oh, I'm watching porn. Oh, yeah. And then as you get a little more mature, you realize um, that the the dialogue you start critiquing <laughs> the horrible dialogue and the sounds of someone faking it is mm-hmm. very unattractive. Yes, and many people start watching porn with the sound off. We did, <laughs> and you make your own sounds to go with it for it, hopefully. But um, I have found for myself that sound is probably the quickest turn on for me mm-hmm. and and to get me to have to that point of orgasm more so than um visual or any other means including oh, yeah. tactile mm-hmm. you can get me and <laughs> and by you i mean 
pretty much anybody, uh, either Don or someone I meet at a party or someone sitting near me on a bus, can get me to have an orgasm. You're so easy. Um, via sound, mm-hmm. really easy, where I, you know, via even uh, a blow job or a hand job or fucking, right. I have some level of self-control. Where start whispering in my ears and it's all over, which we you can live that with out. that. If, yeah. Yes. Well, what what was that? Two weeks ago, we figured that out really easy too. Start telling you a dirty story about something yes. I did, and, and I totally, I totally blame our fans in Indianapolis for my um, uh, twenty second misfire. I will call it for lack of a better it term. It was so hot. I even tried to tone down. I even tried to make the story a little monotone. No, you did a horrible job. I did a horrible job, but that's because I got hot while I was telling it. The, the other thing I want to mention about the interview is you get to hear uh, you and I be all fanboyish as oh, we yeah. find out that Hannah's involved in another one of our favorite oh, websites. Yes. Um, and we hope to bring you some more about that soon. Mm-hmm. So anything else to say about sound? I don't think so, except I want to make <laughs> some of my own. <laughs> Don, if you remember correctly... Back on episode eight or so, we did a show on... Uh, uh, you bring it back memories. Yes, I am. Voyeurism, I, I think yeah, it is, right? I know exactly what you're talking about. And the, the podcast had the sound of someone having an orgasm. On our bed. Yeah, so one of the secrets <laughs> of why we started the podcast was so that we could listen to people having orgasms. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. But... Um, Tonight on the podcast, we have Hannah from Melbourne. And Hannah, you have a podcast which is a little more noble than my uh, naughty self, but it's called Sonic Erotica, and it is erotica for the vision impaired. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about Sonic Erotica. Well, um, Sonic Erotica caters for the vision impaired so basically we're trying to make erotica that's just in an audio format not relying on imagery but still damn hot and uh it's yeah the website is also accessible with um screen readers um so that it's easy to navigate and it's not clunked up with um advertising and other junk that might be on other porn sites um, so yeah, it's easily, easily navigable and, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, for the, for people who, um, you know, don't usually get to participate in one of the web's greatest pleasures. So why, why, um, erotica for the vision impaired? Is that a personal thing of yours? Do you have, or is it just a, a demographic that you felt was, um, not being represented? represented? Well, yeah, it's totally not being represented because uh, pornography generally is a visual medium. Um, Most erotica and pornographic material is films or photography. Um, But I think the site was started um, kind of out of a desire to push the envelope of what adult entertainment can be. Mm -hmm. Um, All of the websites that our company do, um, you know, are trying to, Um, bring sort of um, a different approach to erotic entertainment. So one of our our company's other websites is beautifulagony.com, which is videos of people's orgasm faces. Um, And that is... Wait, that's yours? 
Yeah, that's one of ours. Oh my god, do you know this? Yes, so, I know. You've showed it to all right, me before. I, now, Hannah, what we're going to do is we're going to stay <laughs> focused on Sonic Erotica. But oh my god, yeah. I love Beautiful Agony as well. I have just totally... Um, <laughs> you have my two favorite websites now. That's just... Yeah, yeah. It's a great it's a great concept and what makes that one um so interesting is that it can be so erotic but there's no nudity. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we sort of took that approach to sound like what can we do with sound without making you know to make it really hot but not rely on imagery. So it we actually try to teach that to people in one of our workshops because you're right, vision is, is usually what people usually go by. And if, but if you take that away and they have to listen to the sounds, and I listened to a little clip of this and, oh my God, <laughs> the wet squishy noises. <laughs> we are a fan of the wet squishy noises. Yes. So tell us some of the things that we would find on Sonic Erotica. And, and you, Don and I have listened, but... For people that may not be familiar with the uh, podcast, you have a couple different types of shows that you produce on Sonic Erotica. Yeah, we, um, well, I really try to do um, a range of content. So we have, um, well, the things that, the squishy sounds that you'd be referring <laughs> to um, come under our oral voyeurism category. So we have posts that are sound, real, authentic sound effects recorded um, of people either masturbating or having sex or playing with a partner. Um, yeah, and those are all true sounds. Um, and, you know, we think that uh, for to, to make something really arousing, I think that there's nothing sexier than the truth. So mm -hmm. that's what we deliver in that. And then we also have... Um, some conversational pieces it might be a couple of friends chatting about their sexual experiences or just one person confessing. Um, and those are really good for some juicy stories and just to find out what turns other people on. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, fictional stories that are illustrated with real sex sounds to kind of make them really atmospheric and kind of let you feel like you're really um, engaged in the story with all the sound effects to, to kind of round it out. Mm -hmm. And there, and also we're working on putting up more scripted pieces as well so that you, you can um, feel like you're listening in on a dialogue. Oh, neat. Wow. The, and one of the ones, now I'm, I'm a big fan of the or, oral voyeurism ones mm -hmm. because yeah. it's just so damn straightforward. It's like, um, it's, there's a little bit, of, there's a line or two about, to give you a little bit of sense of the setting, that you can read if you want, but it's just, it begins with the sounds of sex, it ends with the sounds of sex, there's no... It's like cutting out all the script of porn. You're just getting to the juicy parts. Exactly. And, Yay! <laughs> and it's just it's just very enjoyable to listen to because you can paint your own picture. Yes. Uh, and then I was listening to, I, I think that it's called The Rain recently, and it's not four or five episodes back, where it was somebody, a male, talking about his interaction with somebody in the rain. Kind of neat. And, but there's really neat little background. You hear the rain in the background. You hear her voice or her giggling and mm -hmm. stuff. But it's very subtle. It just adds to allowing you to paint a picture in your own mind. Yeah, we just kind of make that soundscape so that you're not just listening to uh, an erotic story, you're kind of transported there as well as what we're aiming for. Yeah. Um, 
And the oral voyeurism, yeah, a lot of what really makes that work is you get the whole anticipation. You hear, you know, their breathing slowly increase and um, get more aroused. And it's just the subtleties that are communicated if you really take the time to listen to something like that. Mm-hmm. Part of me is, was like, God, I hope I sound like that. <laughs> when that stuff's going on with me, because that's hot. <laughs> it's really interesting when, we, when we've taught or taken sexuality classes is people don't realize how important sound is and how mm-hmm. what a powerful aphrodisiac it can be for your partner if you just allow whatever sounds are coming to float out. And, and I don't know. I, I, maybe I'll just play your podcast in the background. <laughs> I think I'm very loud. <laughs> the neighbors think so. <laughs> so. So who are these people that we're hearing, though? Well, because um, we've got the other erotic websites that our company makes, we're very lucky because we've got a good pool of material to pull from. Mm-hmm. So some of those sounds will be just the soundtrack to um, A Beautiful Agony. Um, and some are also taken from our other website, ifeelmyself.com, um, which is, again, um, people orgasming and occasionally um, a couple of people together. And and on top of that, sometimes because we've got a good pool of contributors from these websites, I will um, commission people to go home and make some sounds for me as well. Neat. Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, some of the sounds that you'll hear um, are people who are quite vocal because I guess it makes more interesting listening. But, you know, from working on these websites, I do know that there is a huge range in the way that people sound and, and also there's a huge range in what people like to hear. So some people might enjoy someone who's very loud and high-pitched and some people might find that not so enjoyable mm-hmm. but I try to represent all the, the spectrum and, and so far doing a fantastic job from what we listened to uh, now <clears throat> not me because I am a gentleman but some of our uh, podcast listeners are uh, kinky fuckers and one of them uh, wanted me to ask um, he says obviously lying do you ever end up being on those podcasts do we ever hear your voice Oh, me? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> yes, I have read aloud a couple of the stories, and it's my voice that says Sonic Erotica at the very start. Very cool. Yeah. Um, do you ever find yourself short on content? It's like, well, I better whip out the vibrator and the microphone. <laughs> um, no, I haven't had to resort to that. <laughs> Not yet. Not that, not that I'd be opposed to doing that. Yay. <laughs> Vibrators do make sounds. Yes. <laughs> Very cool. So uh, tell me, the, what is the, the website again? So it's Sonic, sonicerotica.com. And um, the, can, can I uh, talk about how people can get involved if no, they are interested? Do. Please Absolutely. Do. I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, first of all, we'd love to hear from anybody that is involved in the visual impairment community because we're always open to feedback. Um, And then we accept submissions from writers as well. So, um, yeah, 
when people are interested in submitting erotic writing, which we mainly at the moment get from a lot of erotic bloggers, but we're, we do would love people to email their stories in. Um, so about 1,000 to 2,000 words um, with a runtime of five to eight minutes is what we're looking for. And um, because Sonic Erotica is a free not-for-profit site at the moment, um, we don't pay a huge amount, but it's usually about 50 to um, 100 US dollars per piece. Um, and just a note for writers that um, obviously it's kind of tricky to find writing that suits our audience. So just be aware that you're writing for um, people with vision impairment. So focus on the other four senses is really important. Um, yeah, and also um, I was wondering if I can do a call out. Um, sometimes we have these these conversational pieces where people are telling stories about their true experiences. Mm-hmm. And I thought that if any of your listeners have just some... Um, um, can record just with their laptop or their computer. We're not too fussed about sound quality for this one. Um, I'd love people to contribute answers to a question. And the question is, um, what what is it that gives you the greatest orgasm? So what do you know will put you into mind-blowing orgasm territory? You know, is it something in particular... To, in particular that your lover does? Is it your personal kink, um, a way of being touched? Is it anticipation? You know, what does it for you? So if people can record, um, you know, one or two sentence answers or a maximum of, you know, three minutes talking on that, um, they can submit it to us um, via the, if they go onto the website and send me an email, I'll let them know how they can submit it. Very cool. Um, yeah, and and I, I imagine I don't know if anybody else is going to be is going to contact you. Dawn just took a whole page of notes on everything you said, <laughs> and, and we have recording equipment apparently because she's going to make use of it. Um, and it's really neat for some, and I'm sure it's for some of the people that submit stuff. I'm sure it's true for Dawn. Mm-hmm. Dawn actually gets off on the exhibition aspect of it as well, right? Um, so that's, that's like a win-win for her. <laughs> yes. Excellent. So yeah, if, if people want to record their sex sounds, I'm open to hearing those as well, but we want true things. So no acting. I, I am open to hearing those as well myself, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll listen to the, your podcast to get that. So again, well, yeah, the, I'll uh, keep post- well, and you. If anybody local wants to come by our place to use our recording equipment well, for those go. sounds, we're very open to that as well. <laughs> oh, sounds good. And apparently, we're not beyond kinking it up right here. Um, and and it's, to be honest with you, I, don't, I, I hopefully you take this as a compliment. Prior to prior to having this interview, um, we were listening to some of the past podcast episodes uh, of Sonic Erotica. And Don literally said, "You'll have to turn this off. It's making me too horny to function." <laughs> oh, awesome! Oh, couldn't ask for a better reaction than that. Yay! <laughs> so uh, again, the website is sonicerotica.com. Uh, there is no. I'm, I'm looking at the website right there. I can't find anything to buy. I can't find anything to spend money on. Uh, if if you poke around long enough, you can find a spot to visit your sponsors. But clearly, there, there's plenty to there. It's, uh, and, I, and I hope you do hear some from vision impaired people, and I hope some of our listeners that may be vision impaired 
go check it out. I hope all of our listeners go check it out just for fun. Um, I bet if our listeners go check it out in a couple of weeks, they will hear Dawn up there as well. I have no <laughs> doubt about that. And uh, Hannah, thank you very much for being on the podcast this time. Um, I expect to be inviting you back for many of the other things that you're doing uh, because <laughs> your um, and this will probably be, I think that's the only time I've ever said this, your company turns me on. <laughs> so <laughs> in a variety of ways. I think that's good. Well, I was going to say, if you guys enjoy um, the exhibitionism, then you have to submit your beautiful agonies. <laughs> I already have the pictures of those. <laughs> yes, we are going to um, we're going to put that one on hold for a moment <laughs> and finish with this one because I want to make people make sure that people have uh, engage in sonic erotica. Yes. So, uh, Hannah, thank you very much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. I am going to go help Don record some sonic erotica right now. <gasps> <laughs> Want to have your podcast event charity or service as the first thing the listeners hear about on the podcast? Make a donation to the podcast for a 10 second front bump on our show that reaches listeners around the world. What a bargain! <laughs> Where'd you go? <laughs> so some of our uh, fans of the podcast are also fans of the Kevin Pollock show. And oh. I was not buffering. <laughs> and I promise I will stop stealing his bits now. You should hear my Peter Falk. It's terrible. Okay. Contact us at Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Did you know you can buy the new highly acclaimed book, Living MS by Dan and Dawn? And the newer, highly, highly acclaimed, hopefully, <laughs> book, Sex Stories and Power Exchange. Or support them by buying Erotic Awakening t-shirts, messenger bags, or coffee mugs. All items can be found by simply visiting the shop and support page on the Erotic Awakening website. Any dollar and 20 cents we make from anything sold on the site goes directly back into the continuing educational mission of Erotic Awakening. And for financial clarity, here's what we have made off the Cafe Press store so far. <laughs> Erotic Awakening would like to on the fly thank wickedlynoir.com for their generous support of the podcast their donation allows us to oh keep podcasting keep podcasting for this month I mean, we do it anyway it's like a drug we can't help ourselves um, and then much of the music heard on Erotic Awakening is provided by Pocket Universe for music that has been crafted and designed specifically for scenes that can range from sensual to dynamic. Visit them at www.pocketuniversemusic.com. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan.